I certainly didn't call it this when I was in college, but beginning somewhere around 2004, when I was attending PSU and looking for ways to stay organized as a new student who had never been to college and was in my 30s kind of scrambling to figure out what freshmen do their first years and all of that, uh, I bought a package of index cards and very quickly began adopting what Merlin Mann began to call the hipster PDA. Now, my version of it included basically a handful of cards, one paperclip, and a pen, and essentially I would just write down all of my homework assignments on one card and due dates on the other side of the card across from the homework assignment and probably put them in order of due date, something like that. Very simple, but it, it ended up being a tool that I valued quite a bit. And so I thought in honor of uh, Merlin, who has been an inspiration for quite a number of things, uh, that we should talk a little bit about the utility of the hipster PDA and why it is something that you might want to consider uh, for yourself. Now, uh, I mean, as I mentioned, it is a very simple device. You need index cards, <laughs> you need a pen, and you need as many paper clips and or binder clips or whatever as you want. And the idea here, I mean, the rubber band would work too, actually. The idea here is that you need a place to write things down. You need a place to look when you're trying to figure out what to do next and you need a place where you can quickly kind of reshuffle things when you're in a thinking, planning, uh, brainstorming kind of mode. And so uh, the index cards work excellent for exactly that. Uh, I usually have one card that is a list of kind of like the actions that I want to take throughout the day. Um, I, I, I've chosen to start calling it that versus a to-do list, which, I mean, certainly that's essentially what it is, uh, but uh, calling something a to-do list almost has this implication of, and if you don't get it done, the guilt will be tremendous. And an action list is really kind of evident because there's only so many actions you can do in a day. So when you don't complete them all, you there's a kind of built-in thing, well, these actions will be then be taken tomorrow. So uh, um, I, I think that the distinction there is not only helpful for people who are maybe struggling with why to-do lists are, uh, well, difficult to use, but uh, you know, language can really make all the difference. Uh, anyway, uh, what kind of cards do I have? Well, let's see. I have a card that's like my action list, things that I want to do. Um, I have another list of uh, things I want to buy. So if I am sitting around working on something and I realize, oh, I need X, I write it down because uh, sometimes you forget that stuff. And then when you're actually ready to go shopping, you don't have a shopping list. So I have a list of things to buy. Um, I also have a list of addresses. And this is probably going to be something where it's like a temporary spot because most of the time these end up back in the... Um, a database that I've created for addresses, but you know, you, you while you're working, sometimes you come across an address that you need to save, and then I write it down, and then, oh no, you know, what do I uh, do? Well, you know, there it is. Uh, and then I have a lot of other kind of random cards in the back. These are cards that I've scribbled like notes on, passwords, email addresses, 
uh, gave to somebody because they wanted to write something for me, and so I had them write it on there, and then I added it to the back of my pile. Uh, the list goes on and on. So, and, and then at the very, very end, I have a stack of unused blank cards. Now, um, one thing that I do like to do with this uh, when I'm brainstorming and planning is that I will have like the mind dump kind of situation. I'll just pull out a card and I'll start writing and it's just whatever's on my mind, get it all out. Uh, another version of that is to write uh, all of the things that I think I need to accomplish on a card because that's sometimes very different than what's on your actions list. Like sometimes what you're thinking in the moment can be more pressing and, 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 and more important. And so writing those things down, you can weigh the two against your action list and see if it works. The last thing that I like to do with my cards, and I, and I think that's gonna be it for today, is that uh, if I'm trying to figure out the order to do something, if I'm planning some move, if I'm planning a project, if I'm planning some a list of actions that I need to accomplish or, or, or something like that, having several blank cards kind of aligned on the table in front of me helps visualize where I want to put these in order because I can write one thing at the top kind of shift it around say okay well actually I need to do this first because this thing happens before everything else happens etc 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 and and I think that uh, visually with index cards you can do that very quickly I prefer the kind of you know standard three by five size card with lines on the front. Usually I end up getting the ones with the red line at the top just because those are pretty standard. I wanna point out that the particular kind and the way that you organize your cards and all that kind of stuff is absolutely t up to you. And my way of doing it is kind of not relevant. <laughs> uh, in the same way that I think that, uh, you know, a pen is not going to solve your problems when you're trying to figure out how to get writing done uh, and all that kind of stuff. I don't think that the kind of cards or the way that you use them or whatnot is, is the key here. But what I think index cards really did for me was kind of shifted my thinking outside of my own head and into a place where I could manipulate it in a different way. And that's a powerful idea. It's not exactly for everybody, obviously. People work differently and, and think differently in other places. And so whatever works for you, please do it. But uh, I just want to hip you to the idea, the notion that maybe index cards, this kind of physical, tangible, out in the world thing could be the, the solution that you're looking for if you're trying to shake up the way you think about stuff. Uh, certainly, uh, there are a lot of different hazards about writing things on an external source. You can lose them very quickly. And then, of course, the idea is gone. But is that any safer than having an idea in your head that slips away that you can't remember? I mean, you kind of have the same risk. And at least with the index cards, you have a chance of finding that card again. And I think that that right there is uh, sells enough of the idea <laughs> of what's valuable about index cards. So yeah, that's a little bit of a nerd tip here uh, that is working for me around the office uh, and if you have any thoughts about index cards or would like to uh, uh, tell me about the way you use them, uh, please uh, write us, uh, austinrich at gmail.com. would love to find out uh, exactly how these work for you.